0: Let's get to the show with your telling it like it is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick unless you act like one first. Hey guys, it is time for 40 plus Real Men Real Talk. I'm the real man real talk guy, Rick Clemens. I am your host, and so glad to have you guys back here. And I know a lot of you guys struggle with a lot of stuff, and whatever it is that you're struggling with, I just want to remind you: hop over to the website, rickclemens.com take the unapologetic life assessment to get the ball rolling for maybe doing something you keep saying you're going to do, but you haven't done yet. And one of those things that you may be saying you need to do, but you haven't done yet is to really come forward and talk about, I am sick and tired of feeling the pressure of carrying the load, being the guy, the quote unquote head of the household, so to speak. But just kind of feeling like I got to take care of the family, which is a great feeling to have. But at times you just rather go, you know what, I'd like to just go crawl into a hole or go run up a mountain to a hidden cabin and just get out of here. And my buddy, Jim Kukroll, he and I actually worked together um, in a coaching company for another guy. And we've both gone through the program together. And now we're both kind of working side-by-side side in different places in that company. And Jim kind of approached me and said, I think I'd like to do this podcast. And we decided we wanted to talk about those moments in life when you just feel like, can I just go hide? So, um, Jim, welcome, man. Glad to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here.
1: You know, I do a lot of podcasts. Right. Most are related to business and marketing. I rarely get to have this type of conversation, so I welcome this.
0: Take me away, as I would say, Calgon. And if you don't know what that is, then go Google it, because that means you're much younger than both Jim and I. But um, what kind of stuff do you try to do when you start feeling that way, man?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one for me. I'll be 48 in September of 2018 here. Or 19 it is. I'm sorry. That's all right. And, um, you know, you reach that point. Well, let me set it up a little bit. I am uh, the breadwinner, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, my wife quit her job 17 years ago when we had our first kid Mm. and she made more money than I did at the time. She was a high powered ad executive and she probably would have been president of the firm by now. Wow. If not, you know, what bigger than that or owning it. Mm -hmm. So I had to replace her income and do everything on my own for the last 17 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have not had anyone pay any of my bills for 17 years except me. Wow. There are days I got to tell you that, you know, I would like to just get in a car and drive to Montana and park it next to a river Mm -hmm. and start a fire and just sit there and fish all day long and not have to worry about sales and calls and cell phone bills and and anything. And I think it's a natural thing, right? I think it's just a natural thing, but I know I can't do that because first of all, I love my family doesn't mean that I don't can't think about it, right? I mean, that's what we all guys think about that. Right,
0: guy's stuff. exactly. But I think what's interesting too, Jim, is, you, is you're bringing this up and and it just struck me as you said that, is we all think about this. And I think most guys are intuitive to go, okay, I'm not the only one who has these thoughts, but I know there are guys that are like, am I the only one having these thoughts? Am I the only one feeling this way? And this is part of the reason I want to start this podcast is to go, hello. <laughs> Wake the fuck up. You're not the only one. There are people all over the place feeling the same sort of stuff. You're not alone in
1: this. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there. I mean, I have, uh, you know, guys typically don't have very close confidants that they have these conversations with. I do have one guy who I'm very close with that I can share these types of things with. But that's like one Mm -hmm. out of, you know, 30 guy friends that I have that I can think of there's that one guy who i know i can call or have a lunch with and i can dump every you know dark secret thought in my head to or what's going on in my life to and they're going to understand right but that's like one guy yeah. right and i i don't get to see him that often and i don't want to keep just dumping everything on him mm-hmm. right you know right. he's he tells me stuff so you know you internalize it right. you um, you 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 know i think the the difference is between people like me and the other people is like how high their pain level gets and then they take action like mm-hmm. i i obviously love my family and i love my wife and i i want everything to stay the way it is doesn't mean that i secretly sometimes think boy how different would it be you know it's like right. it's like watching a bad nicholas cage movie where right he, he wakes up and he's you know I think there was a movie where he woke up one day and instead of being like this high powered executive, he was like married and had like six kids. Right. I forget what the name of that movie yeah. was. It was pretty year.
0: Yeah. I know which one you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it.
1: Either. But the opposite of that, you wake mm-hmm. up one morning and you're like, Oh, well I, you know, I really have nothing to do today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no job. I have no family to worry about. I have no bills to pay. What can I go do? Right. And I think that's just a natural thought.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I think Especially for guys who are that primary breadwinner or there are two primary breadwinners going on in the house. It's almost like in this day and age, it's not uncommon that there's two people working in the household, whether it's, you know, a heterosexual relationship, a gay relationship, whatever it is. And suddenly because of what you've assumed that this is your life, this is the standard you're going to live by. Suddenly all of this just get and everybody gets in the groove. And before you know it, we're just living in the groove. We're just doing this. And then at some point it's like, can we just not do this? Can we just do something different? But yet doing something different becomes very scary too.
1: Yeah. And especially when you're in a relationship, you know, getting the buy-in of the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I'm into is outdoorsy, you know, camping, fishing type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, my wife is not, my wife is very urban and, you know, living more than 10 minutes away from the grocery store is not a good thing for her. Mm-hmm. Like I would be happy in a cabin in the middle of the woods with a river nearby mm-hmm. and I could live the rest of my, you know, I'd like to have wifi, but right. you know, that kind of life would be fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is just not into that. Yeah. So Um, you know, I try to just go on trips with my guy friends or uh, fishing trips and things like that when I can. Sure. And that's a nice uh, way to get away and detach. But again, you know, the dream is to to live that lifestyle every single day. But I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to do it because, you know, I'm happy with my current arrangement and I need to support my family. And doesn't mean it's not a struggle and doesn't mean I don't think about ways to overcome that dream.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel selfish for having those thoughts?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's just how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you think about the only reason I don't feel that very often or feel that at a high level is because I don't act on it. I mm-hmm. mean, I am i I'm a home guy, right? Like I go from, my office to, to home mm-hmm. and occasionally stop at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Like everything else I do is with my family. Right. Like I have a hundred percent attendance record at every choir concert, soccer match, mm-hmm. parent teacher conference for like the last 15 years. Right. So there's no guilt there for me. Right. I'm, I've been there, right. right? I'm there for everything. So when I get out of town or when I get the opportunity to detach I don't feel guilty one bit because – but but I do feel selfish. I, I guess I would feel more selfish if I acted on it, if, mm-hmm. if I did it more. And, but honestly, I think I would feel bad because my job, like most people's jobs, is dependent on how much you're there right. and how much effort you put in. Yep. yep. So uh, I cannot do that as much as I would like because – you know, I've got that two hundred and forty dollars cell phone bill coming mm-hmm. every month. Exactly, right? That has to be paid. There's no bailout. Right. There's no big daddy boss who's writing me a check. Yep. Uh, there's nobody coming to save me. Right. Right. <laughs> it's me.
0: And I, and I, and the reason I ask that question is because I think so many people. But I'm going to focus it on guys because that's what this program is around. Is we we start to feel selfish. <laughs> And that's because that's kind of how we've been socialized. But in reality, I don't believe it's actually being selfish. I think it's being, we're doing some self-care when we go take care of some of these things. Now, there's the opposite of stream, of course, which is it's all about me and I'm going to do whatever I want. And as long as I'm you know, bringing home the bacon, I get full reign to go take care of whatever I have to. I think that's like the polar opposite, so to speak. And I think finding that balance is where many guys, depending on their social situation, how they were, you know, how their family blueprint was, I think many guys get stuck in this. It's either selfish or it's very, Hey, it's all about me and they don't find that space to balance. Well, and then that's when the problem, Well, that example
1: you gave is uh, the show Mad Men, right? That's the Mm fifties, right? Like mm -hmm. the guy went to work, the wife stayed home, the nuclear family, and they could go do whatever they wanted, not have to call, not show up, you know, mm-hmm. and go hard around and do whatever they wanted. And But that world doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's a totally no. different world. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I,
0: I, I, I don't
1: feel selfish. I, I guess I would feel more selfish if I was doing more stuff, but I'm not. Yeah. I just, I feel, mm-hmm. put it to you this way, I feel unfulfilled in terms of my own self care because frankly, I don't do enough of that. And that's Mm -hmm. my fault. I, you know, Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to do more. Like right now I'm supposed to be on a fishing trip to Montana. My friends and I, we go almost every year we go Canada this year, we're going to Montana and uh, I just couldn't go. I I Mm have too many responsibilities and it was too much money. And, as much as I love the four or five day getaway where I'm literally just fishing and drinking beer and hanging out with my two buddies, I just couldn't make it happen. Um, right. And if I would have went to answer your question long way about, I would have felt really selfish because that would have meant mm-hmm. missed opportunities financially for my family. Plus it's my kid's first week of school and I didn't want to miss right. that. So I'm I'm very kid focused.
0: But I think that's where the balance is too, you know, is finding that, You know, balance, and um, I know when I first got divorced and was going through my own coming out. This was one of the things I had to like come to terms with. Was okay, I have people telling me what a selfish asshole I am because I did this, and then you know, other people just saying you're a complete jerk. And but then I had to get past that and go, okay, we are now a different kind of family. But I'm never going to give up my kids. I'm never going to give up those girls. But there's going to be at times where. I'm gonna do what I need to do, not out of, okay, this is my obligation, but I'm doing this because I wanna be there. And then there's gonna be other times I'm gonna be, I can't be there and I need to not be there because in order to not be there, I've gotta take care of myself. Otherwise I won't be there sort of thing. And it was really interesting to watch as my girls, and, and you know, I've had these conversations with them because now they're 20 and 24, I asked them once if they ever felt like I had walked away and shirked my responsibilities or that at times when I wasn't there for them, so to speak, you know, wasn't at something, did they feel like there was a, you know, that I was just doing my own thing. And my girls are straightforward. (laughs) They're going to tell it like it is because that's kind of the environment they grew up in. And they have both said, no, you did what you did because it made you a better dad. If we had demanded all of your freaking time and you had never gone and done anything for yourself, then you would have shown us that this is what, what we're supposed to do. And because they know there's a family history of people in our family doing that, where they sacrifice, they sacrifice, they sacrifice. And then suddenly they blow up one day because nobody cares about me. Da, 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 da. They've seen the balance. Uh, here's what looks good when you take care of yourself versus Here's what is the bad if you just like over and over again, give it all to everybody else and you don't take care of yourself. And I think that's what you're kind of getting at too is you're going to do what you do because you love doing it. But if you don't get those opportunities from time to time, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself emotionally, physically. Well, you know, all the the list goes on, so to speak. That's kind of what I heard there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think guys, you know, every guy needs to be able to have some type of outlet, whatever it is that they they want to do everybody does, yeah. not just guys. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be so, it would be so fun to not have responsibilities. It would Wouldn't be it so though? fun to just wake up uh-huh. every day and just go like, again, I'm not saying I don't want what I have. I'm just uh-huh. saying, can you imagine just waking up that one morning and being like, I literally like have no plans today, except i I could go to the gym mm-hmm. and go get coffee. Right. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah, You know, and I, I guarantee you, my wife has those same thoughts. Yep. I mean, she's, yep. she's at home with the kids, yep. you know, all she's, the time. she probably has that thought a thousand times more than I yep. do. Cause I just
0: go to an office and do work all day long. Right. She's probably, she's got way more stress. But than you I. know, it's interesting. Cause I have a friend who <laughs> the way you just described that that's kind of his life. He doesn't, he's done very well. And he's not completely retired, but he doesn't have a whole lot of, He doesn't have a lot of responsibilities to make his business run and keep it going. He's kind of just got it going at this point. And um, he and I had a conversation about two months ago. And he said, there are days that I really hate that that's what I have. Because there's nothing to challenge me. And he goes, and I I miss that. And so actually, I suggested that, you know, if he's having some trouble, he should coach. But I said, you can't coach with me. (laughs) I can't do this with you and so he did get a coach and it's been interesting to watch him step away from okay i'm just gonna wake up i might go to the gym i might go drink some wine i might go down to the you know and watch how intentional he's now become around doing other things because he realized he was on it as much as he's on an upward slope he's also kind of on a downward slope because if he just sustains in that like okay i guess i don't really have any responsibility he had started seeing himself getting into that mindset of I don't have to worry about anything. I just don't need to worry. And then he, he saw himself kind of spiraling in a weird way where he started waking up later and later. And I asked him point blank, I said, so let me ask you this when you wake up now that you're kind of in this pattern. Cause I, I mean, there were times that we talked first thing in the morning and then it was later and later when you wake up in these later mornings, are you feeling like you don't have the motivation? He goes, I actually feel like I might actually be depressed. So then we had that whole conversation and and he did start getting some help because he thought, I think I don't have enough to do. He goes, I've, I've accomplished what I set out to do. And now that I'm here, it's almost one, ex- like too extreme. I need to find this balance back into it. And I think that's the whole thing that you and I've been talking about throughout this whole conversation is where you put the balance and how you find those ways to be in the life you want to be in but also give yourself permission and self-care to go do those other things because it's key critical.
1: Yeah. You know, my, uh, my dad worked uh, 50 plus years at an auto plant, mm-hmm. put four kids through college, you know, white, uh, white class suburban family. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, two years after he retired, he got sick mm-hmm. because he had nothing to do. Right. He just sat around. Yeah. He was playing solitaire on the computer. I go, Go get a job at Home Depot and talk to people. Right, like I worked my whole life. I don't want to do anything now. Right, and he got sick. Yeah, from just inactivity, I think, and depression. Mm -hmm. And we ended up having a good five, six years after he recovered from that sickness. Mm -hmm. But that was my role model. Yeah. Yeah, my role model was the man who took the lunch pail to work and did not complain. Who came home. And pulled the mr. Rogers, took mm-hmm. his s- s- took his uh, shoes off and got in his t shirt and sat in front of the couch and had dinner and you know relaxed yeah. It's so funny. I come home every day now I come home. the first thing I do is I take off my shoes, I change in the comfy shorts and my t shirt and that's my attire in the house, yeah. just like my dad
0: hmm. It's also and your time what he taught me how to do, right, but it's also your time to kind of be with yourself too, and I think that's something I hope most guys take from this conversation today is it's never something to feel guilty about. If you take time for yourself and you do something, especially if you are carrying the load of being the primary breadwinner, because without you doing that, you won't be there to be that breadwinner. It won't, you know, we will, we will overdo it. And then one day it'll like, you're gone. So, um, well, Jim, I'm glad we had this conversation because I think there's more guys that will listen to this and go, actually, that is me. I'm in that space. And and find ways to go find yourself and do that thing you got to do. And and as Jim said, sometimes it isn't going to work out. Like it didn't work out this year for him. But um, I'm quite sure Jim isn't going to just sit still and go, okay, well, I'll have to wait a whole nother year. I'm sure he'll find his way to fill in the time somewhere. So uh, anything else you want to add to this, Jim, before we wrap listen. up?
1: I just want to say that this was a lot of fun and, um, I, you know what, like i be, I wish I could be even more open and honest on this and really lay it out, but I'm not really sure how much I want to let on a podcast to the world, but I really appreciate this podcast. I think it's, it is real. Mm-hmm. Um, it is powerful and what you're doing here is refreshing. And I do think, um, that other people will find uh, help mm-hmm. from listening to this or get, you know, at least some, you know, feeling like there's other people doing it. So congratulations for putting it together. Oh, and thank you. Thanks for man.
0: And that's why I did it. It's like, you know what, we're, we're getting it. We're in an age at this point where I don't think people are having the right conversations as much as we used to. And if all it is is a conversation between two of us on a podcast that somebody can tune into for 20 some minutes here and go, okay, they are just like me. They're exactly like me. We're all coming from different places, but they're feeling that same stuff. This well, is Here's what you should do. do it, so You
1: should have a uh, Mr. X podcast where somebody can come on mm-hmm. and you modulate their voice so that then they, they can say anything they want. You don't use their name. Yeah. And then they, then they can just let it all out. Right? Uh, yeah,
0: I think I have my first. I, I want to listen to that. I, I think I have my first candidate on this podcast. So we'll wait a few months and then we'll bring Jim back under the auspices of something else. But that's a great yeah, idea. You hear a guy because,
1: talking like. Yeah, rah, 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 but that, that is a cool be...
0: idea because I think there's things that people would talk about and say. And, you know, um, yeah, I love that idea, man. So thanks again for being here, bro. And I know Thank I'm going to catch you on the other side when we're in our other business working together. So thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. That's a wrap for 40 plus real men, real talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus real men, real talk, where the conversations continue.